Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thought mm-hmm. but here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. On today's episode, we find out why celebrities do not like Bob the Drag Queen. We talk to makeup guru and mogul Patrick Starr. And we find out what made Bob say this. Do you think Mateo's a piece of shit? Just answer the question. And we find out what made Monet say this. Um, h- hello. Hello, my name is Kevin Burton. I'm calling because I'd like to get find out what time my car is going to pick me up today. now, brown cow. What the hell is, what the hell are you going through? What the hell are you going through, nigga? I want to ask you a question. Is it, have you ever sent a famous person your phone number and they didn't, and they didn't send theirs back or text you? <laughs> um, yes, this happened with Elizabeth Berkeley, actually. So we were all, she actually, Elizabeth Berkeley, AKA Jesse Spano, AKA Nomi Malone from Showgirls. I, I had mm-hmm. her on the talk show. And then after, she was really great if you guys saw it. And she was like really nice. She's like, oh my God, I love you. Please, I'm going to give you my number after the camera stops recording. We should hang out. And I was like, oh, I was like, sure. So she gave me her number. Like I wrote it down and I texted her. Oh, she her, gave you her number. She, yeah, she gave me her number and I texted her. And then I was like, hey, it's me, Monet. Bitch, one, uh, two, two hours, five hours, <laughs> three days. Five days, nothing. And then finally, like, two weeks later, she was like, hey, it's me. Sorry. And I was like, oh, my God. It was very awkward. So I did Lala Milan's podcast recently. Uh-huh. Um, and after, I was like, oh, it was so nice talking to you. This is fun. I'm going to DM you. So I DM her my phone number on Instagram, and she never texted me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next thing in our Instagram DMs was like promoting our, the podcast that we did, but she never texted I was like, I'm in LA now. I don't have a lot of friends here. This is my number. And <laughs> it was like, scene. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah. oh my, I put myself out there. I really. <laughs> Oh my god, this like this like reminds me of when you and I became friends and you sent me your number on Instagram and I did the same thing. Chop, please. We all know the story about <laughs> how we met. Um, but I was like, because you know, we, so I don't funny. I don't have a whole lot of friends out here in LA, and I've been telling everyone like I've been straight up. I've been like, I don't have a lot of friends here, so it'd be nice to, you know, the only person I hang out with is my partners, and then occasionally Todrick Hall. That's literally it. My partner's my roommate, and then every <sighs> once every once in a while. 
I'll go to Todrick's place. And I've also gone to, um, every once in a while, me and uh, Godoy will hang out. Me and Danny Godoy. But that's, it, you know, and that's different for me because in New York City, it was like, there were like so many of us. It was you, Pep, Mateo, Nick, Alfredo, Patty. Um, and, and now I'm just like, Hey, if anybody wants making to new friends. Be my making friend. Making new friends stresses me out. I hate making new friends. I fucking hate. Also, in my thirties, I genuinely, Bob, I don't feel the need to want to make friends. Like, I literally, you know, I have like, I realistically, I have like five or six like best friends. You know. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, I have Kamika, Bob, Jay, Dewan, um, um, um. <laughs> Patty, you better, right, you better drag Patty, Patty Mateo. Mateo and Patty can suck a dick each other's, preferably. Oh my god! Um, wow, not naming you know, them. I'm not to all your friends who listen to the podcast waiting for the name, waiting like. What I mean, like best, best, best friends, friends that I talk to, like on the phone daily. I talk you to heard you that, Mateo. probably every you, day. You heard that, Mateo. Never forget Mateo's that. Mateo's a very good friend. I love Mateo. Um, I, I talk to you daily. I talk to Kamika She's almost daily. She's backpedaling your honor. Daily. She's backpedaling your honor. <laughs> I talk to Dewan daily. I talk to Jade. Like y'all are like the four of the Patty. The other five people I talk to probably every day, and that's who I classify as my best friends. Everyone so, else are like good friends. But not like best. Just friends, answer the you know? question. Do you think Mateo's a piece of shit? Just answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> but but make, making new friends that I can like, I, I already uh, I, uh, yeah. Make I it it gets me. I'm like getting so flustered. I just can't. I hate well, it because you have to find it, out what those people like. What they can. It's just too much. Well, it's not that I like, hate it, but but I, I mean I I've just been open about not having a lot of friends here, and I I I I, t- I text Brooklyn this morning, and I was like, hey Brooklyn, let's, and I literally. <laughs> And I literally say the words, let's be friends, which maybe that's, maybe that's like too much. Is that too much? I said to Brooklyn, let's be friends. And then she just Bob. takes me back in a, and then she takes me back an emoji that was like, all right, all right, all right. Bob, what are you doing? I just picture you just saying, like literally, hey, and literally um, the, the meme from Little hey. People of Atlanta. Hey, 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 how you doing? <laughs> I just said let's let's be. I'm being open, honest. You know, I believe in open, honest communication. I just said, bitch, let's be friends. I ran into um, I ran into Mick, and I was like, let's be let's be friends. And I, I said with Todrick, but like with I, that's what I said with Todrick, and, and we're friends. Like me and Todrick are friends. Like we hang out and stuff. You know what I mean? Todrick and I just be, but Bob, all of your other, realize all of your other friends that you have in life, your close friends, you didn't go up and be like, hey, let's be friends. You guys organically became that. So let's just let it happen. Just, I probably, just, said, I think, I probably I, said to Todrick, like, I, I definitely said to Mateo, let's be friends. Let's be friends. My mom, when I was young, my mom used to, she was obsessed with making me friends with everybody. She, every time I went somewhere and I, like, like we would, like, you know, when older people meet up and you bring your kids and it'll be all the kids. If mm-hmm. I, she would make me go around and talk to everybody. She'd be like, you're going to talk to everybody. You, you, you're, <laughs> like, like, that's who you are. And up to this day, my mom is still the kind of way. When we're somewhere and I'm, like, chilling on my phone, she's like, Kevin, go up and talk. To I'm like, no, I don't want, I don't want, I don't fucking know these people. I don't want to talk to them. I hate that. That is so... Kevin, go talk to them motherfuckers. Literally. Literally. What this accent? Now, before it was Jamaican, and now you're full on Scandinavian. No, I wasn't. That was what Jamaican. Was that? I, I said, Kevin, go talk to them motherfuckers over there. That, that was literally my voice. I wasn't, I oh. wasn't even doing an accent. Can y'all that please rewind 30 seconds and tell me that Bob did not have an accent? It was a full on Scandinavian accent you just did. And I said, Kevin, go talk to them motherfuckers over there. That's literally just, I was just using oh my, my voice over there. <laughs> <laughs> when I, what? 
So I've that's been my journey of trying to make friends in the LA area. And now you know, uh, I'm sure Brooklyn Heights and uh, Lala Milana are all gonna respond to this. To this, someone's gonna tag them. See, no one told your black ass to move to LA. You you could have been in New York. You could have all the friends. You, you Bob, you don't have so many friends. You you have to turn some people away. But you wanted to go up to LA and be be cute. And you know what? I am cute. Look at this. Look at this clavicle. <laughs> Okay, baby, I have clavicles too, baby. Baby, look at this clavicle. And this is mm. and this is not a like a trying clavicle. This is how this is how this clavicle lives her I'm life. I'm this just, is how I'm she just, is. I'm literally just sitting here, honey. Lies. Eat, eat lies, cereal. Nigga. You, eat cereal out of that. <laughs> yeah, you want cereal? You want a bowl? Yeah. <laughs> where did where did where did right clavicle go? She disappeared when, when you went to the other one. That's how you know she manufactures. <laughs> one at a time. <laughs> the girls are, take your turns, girls. Take your turns. Um, Monet, I think that we might hit uh, like a new Patreon goal this month. I'm, I'm like so excited. Like we should do an episode about Patreon one day. Is that weird to do oh, an episode about, about our Patreon I community? Think it, I think it might be a little weird. Would it be Patreon exclusive? I think y'all comment below. But I'm telling you right now, everyone who signs up for it is always like, this is the best thing I've done in a while. Like we be popping on the Patreon. Really fully be popping over on our but I Patreon. But a whole episode just about Patreon, that's weird. I think Are you heard can... here? So you so you think so you think the patrons are shit? <laughs> um, <laughs> you love pointing to the camera. What is wrong with you? It's funny. It's about pointing to the camera. It's so funny. Someone recently um uh tweeted out that they um they've started doing that thing where I where someone says something like it says one thing that could be misconstrued about someone, and you go, "Oh, so you think they're shit?" <laughs> Which you fully got from me, but go ahead, bitch. Under no circumstances. When? when? Okay. I'll wait for the timestamp. Okay. When did you? When did you do that? And that's okay. Exactly. Let me tell you right now. Want, Let me tell you I know about Monet. Waste if Monet, if Monet thinks this. that she is even remotely right, the last thing she'll do is shut the fuck up. And that comes from uh, four years of podcasting. If Monet thinks she has a point, she will. Uh, she go, ooh, ooh, ooh. See, see. That's Monet not being like, you know. I'll just let the mm-mm speak for itself. I like how I just became a big monkey bitch. So much. Oh, 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 oh. Monet, you literally, whenever you think you're right, you literally go, ooh, ooh, see, see, you, li- oh my God, y'all, please, will some fan, I don't have the time or the energy or the skills to do it, but one of you, please, make a compilation of Monet thinking she's right about something and then going, ooh, ooh, see, see, it is, you do it yeah. all the time. Yeah, you don't have the time, energy, or skills, we know, we, yeah, we know, <laughs> and that's just well, not about that video, that's in life. Oh my god, you're ridiculous. You make new friends on tour though with uh with the girls. You love making you you all the right now more I will say this, more drag queens like Monet than like me. The Rue girls, there are more Rue girls that like Monet than <laughs> there are Rue girls that like me. What is up with um but do you you why do you think more why do you think more Rue girls are friends with you than me? I just think that I am a very docile, fun Person. You don't think I'm fine. They, just you don't think gravitate, I'm fine. they gravitate to me more. You are. So you don't de- think I'm fine. Definitely... You don't think I'm fine. <laughs> um, I just think. I mean, not a lot. Honestly, really, more of the work the world girls, like the girls I spend a lot of time with. Bitch, I, I did work the, the world. Mo- I worked the world twice. Then, and, and I think that the more time people spend with me, they like me. The more time they spend with you, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> people like me. 
I'll have you know, have, there are lots of people who like me. Um, I Wait, am, is, is, is Todrick the only influencer friend you have? Or do you have other... Inf- well, well, Todrick, kind of Lala. Lala <laughs> <laughs> Milan, I think she has uh, made it clear that we we did our podcast and that was, <laughs> that was, that was it. Uh, but I think she's so funny. I really had a lot of fun with her, though. I think she's very fun, yeah. Um, influencer friends. I mean, outside of drag race... Um, you know, I, I met um, Gigi Gorgeous, and she seems to like me, but we're not like friends. I yeah. I think Todd is my only influencer friend. Like, I don't think I have any influence. Like, Mr. whenever Maven. I saw that, whenever I saw that Gigi, I mean, whenever I saw that Gigi, like not Gigi, um, uh, um got Mick did this one of those. You know, it's a TikTok trend where you call people and say, "I'm busy, I gotta go." When I saw her do that, and I was like, how do you have all these people's, like, all the, like, that all these people like you? <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even imagine having this many people like me enough to answer the phone when I called them. It was, I and then there's also, uh, what's his name did one too? Um, Law Roach did one, and it was like, Tommy Hilfiger oh, oh. and Janelle Monet, and I was like, Girl. I just don't think I, there are this many famous people that like me enough to give me their phone number, and especially not enough to answer the phone when I call them. I th- I, I always undersell myself the amount of celebrity contacts. I guess I have a lot because I, oftentimes after we do exchange rate, they really enjoy like my vibe, and they want to, and they're like. Um, here's my number, take it down, and, and like, and I'll like send like a hey, and then I'll, I guess, but I have a bunch of those. I have like Elizabeth, Elizabeth Berkeley, I had Tiffany Pollard, I have um, Eva, Eva Pickford, I have Candy Burris, I'm trying to think, and I feel like a lot of them for that. Oh, Iggy Azalea, but I would never text or call these people. Like, and, I can't and, think and of around where And you calling Tiffany Pollard, you been hanging out with Tiffany Pollard still, even still? Yikes. Um, no. Oh my God, wow. is, is, is it shady if I read our text exchange? Because it it's not sh- anyway. Yes, you know Monet, no, that is an invasion that. of privacy. Is what that is. Yeah. No, not in like a good way. It was sweet. She was. She was very. It was very like fun. But like that's still not uplifting Tiffany Paul after her message. Anyway, um, I, I, mean, I, I have a few family people's phone numbers, um, but most of them are drag related in some way or another. But yeah, people, uh, people do not be trying to um, hang out with me outside. <laughs> Did you win? Did, did you win? Did you win? Uh, Tamara, was it Tamara? Tamara Mari? Did y'all? Did y'all? Uh, have uh, exchange numbers after you did exchange rate? Um, we did not exchange numbers. Um, she went about her business. She would. Um, she had a really good time. You had her. You had her in stitches. You were. You were cracking her up. Well, you should probably know that it wasn't Tamara. So that would probably be. I don't know how much you know about your own show. Um, but it was Tia. Um, yikes. <laughs> First of all, I want y'all. If you un- if you are watching this video, yeah, I typed it, but I, but I because I this to, nigga because no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I had to worry about looking up before bitch, I acted like I knew. This bitch had no idea, and he tried to correct me like he knew. He no, fully was looking no. it up on his phone. What happened was I was like, that doesn't sound right. Let me double check my facts. Click it. You click didn't it know. Back. No, bitch. Literally, you didn't know, and that we know for fact. <laughs> that we know is a fact. <laughs> We have that on you? tape, bitch. Mm. So you anyway, Tia, sorry that you had to. I'm glad that Monet wasn't there. She would have called you the wrong name or something. Yikes. 
you are some type of you are oh my god you oh my god you are I want to jump well go hang out with screen. fucking Elizabeth whatever the fuck her name is since you since I'm so ugh go hang out with your fucking friend Elizabeth say say by the bell you maybe you and Lala Milan and Brooklyn Heights and uh, fucking Tamara can all kick it in the meantime we have a very famous guest coming up to join us in a minute yes bye bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I don't know if y'all have watched recent episodes of Sibling Rivalry, but girl, the Vizzyification of it all, I have been indulging, I have been living, and I love it. And when you have Vizzy, it's fierce because it stands out by having something all other hard salsas don't, which is antioxidant vitamin C. Extracted from the acerola cherry, a superfruit with 30 times more vitamin C per cup than an orange. I don't know about uh, um, algebra, but that's like a lot of vitamin C. There are plenty of hard salsas to choose from, but with four bold and refreshing natural flavors and antioxidant vitamin C, Vizzy makes the choice a little easier, and it's a lot tastier. You can have pineapple mango, black cherry lime, strawberry kiwi, and blueberry pomegranate. Right now, I'm personally feeling the strawberry kiwi because you know it's summertime and it feels good going down. It's great by itself, but it also is amazing in cocktails. Vizzy is refreshing, it tastes great, and it never hurts to add some vitamins and antioxidants into the mix. And at 5% ABV, 100 calories, and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can, every sip of Vizzy is more exhilarating than the last. Upgrade your hard seltzer with Vizzy. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash rivalry. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash rivalry. Must be 21 or over to purchase. Is music a big part of your life? Let me tell you about Anchor, Spotify's podcasting platform. There are creation tools that allow you to easily and quickly record and edit right from your phone or computer. And best of all, Miss Stang, she is free. With Anchor, you can create a Music Plus talk show. With Music Plus Talk, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. Alongside talk segments featuring your commentary, Miss Day, this is revolutionary. This is the future. This is happening now. Music Plus Talk is a new way to create with all the music that you love. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's from music analysis, your own radio show, a hosted playlist, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something the world's never heard before. You can do it with Anchor Music Plus Talk. Anchor will even help publish your show on Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Got an idea for a Music Plus Talk show? Just head over to anchor.com fm slash music plus talk. That's anchor.fm slash m-u-s-i-c-p-l-u-s-t-a-l-k to sign up for Anchor and make your own Music Plus Talk show for free. We're back. Ladies and gentlemen. gentlemen, Pacific Rivalry is super, super, super excited to have the lovely, the beautiful, the gold, the gold standard of beauty. Please oh, wow. welcome the amazing wow. Patrick Starr. What's up, bitches? I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. My pleasure. What are, what are your pronouns? My pronouns are he, him. Um, I identify as male. I've kept the Patrick Star name, so 
I mean, I'm eight years old as Patrick Starr. So, I mean, it's, it's stuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? You, I, so I discovered you on YouTube years ago when I started, like, learning how to do my makeup and, like, all that stuff. And the two people that I would watch, I would watch your videos and Petrolude. Because Petrolude was, like, the internet drag mother. And then through Petrolude, I found your channel because, I guess, the Mac connection and also, obviously, makeup and beauty. And you guys were the people closest to colors that I... I would could fashion to my own. So that's when I became obsessed with Patrick Starr. Oh, I'm so you. did you never have trouble um with the cartoon Patrick Starr like Googling you? Were you, were you never like people were like, I can't find you because of the very famous cartoon character Patrick Starr? Oh my god, for sure. Well I, I Patrick Starr was born on Instagram, so then it was in two thousand eleven where my friend was like, Oh get it, call it Patrick Starr, add two more R's and then I was like, Oh, okay, work and then I didn't know until I started branding and, and having collaborations and partnerships that there was a discrepancy between the starfish and myself. And to this day people are like, Who, the starfish or who, the you know, the, the YouTuber. So I actually like T I had to ask Mac, uh, Mac and I, we ha- when we did the collaboration in 2017, we had to go to uh, SpongeBob SquarePants and ask if we can coexist legally in the same world and get this big coexisting agreement in the world of beauty specifically, just just so I can exist with my name on packaging, which was so crazy. And they said yes. Oh, isn't that ridiculous? God. I love that. Yeah. They'd be like, "Die, we're not sure, Patrick." Die, and they were like, "They were like, having to it, have- was, it was, it was crazy." They, they were like, "As long as you don't coexist as an animated character with a voice named Patrick Star without our permission, then you can proceed as Patrick Star in the universe, um, as long as it's attached to makeup." And I was like, what the hell? As, I, as long as I can get paid the same and you ain't touching my bag, then I'm fine with that. So right? it worked out. It sounds like Nickelodeon is the fucking mafia. They're like, if we if we catch you out in these streets doing any sort of animated anything, we breaking your fucking legs. I just like, yo, Patrick, I don't want to be too... Squidward's like, well, if we catch you out there anywhere doing animated voices... <laughs> You're done for. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You like you see, people see obviously um, your brand and who you are, and they don't realize it. Like a lot of people, these well, a lot of big names is these little battles you have to fight to, in order to get your branding and to, for people to for, for them to see the final product. It's so crazy. Yeah, super crazy, and it's crazy because like a few months, I think later. Uh, I had some auditions with Nickelodeon because of that. They were like, you know, in the meantime, while we can get some coin, why don't you come in and do some reads? So I read as a cloud and I read as a cartoon character uh, in the spectrum. And I did my deep voice. I did my high voice. And I was sitting in the Nickelodeon offices like, damn, if it wasn't for this fucking coexisting agreement, then I would not be here with the director, with, with one of the head executives of Viacom here having this audition so it was so funny yeah I would love to see you do a makeup palette with like that pink and the yellow and what color is yours yellow and what Green, right. blue, no, no, green. Yes, it's, it's his shorts are a green shorts with purple, purple uh, flowers uh, on flowers. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't. I'm not gonna tell you to go do the look because I'm, I'm not trying to get you sued. 
by, <laughs> by, by Viacom. Monet well, and I are previously worked so at Viacom. Your, so on your IG, you you do these. I mean, incredible transformations. Whether it, it's full on Ursula or these like crazy in depth transformations. Why have you never done a Patrick Star one, Patrick? Is it because of that? Bitch, he's not trying to get sued. <laughs> First of all, I'm not trying to get sued, but I have a special effects friend that wanted to transform me into Patrick Star, the starfish. So I'm waiting for that collaboration to happen, and hopefully, Word. you know, Nickelodeon can do something. But for sure, for sure, and plus, like the the talent that the fucking kids have nowadays is just beyond. Like Wild. they are, it's Wild. like 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 what what was deemed the standard of like makeup and beauty is now special effects and body painting. It's not like your kids body yeah, paint at the fair. Yeah. It's like body painting up down to your titties and and more. It's just crazy how it's gone beyond the, the jawline for me. Well, so. you know, Monet is the sponge queen. So if the sponge <laughs> and the star are here, I can pull a plankton. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it let's do it I'm I just down. want to be invited to the party can I just be invited to the party uh, when did you start when did you start your um your YouTube being a YouTuber is like a whole thing I I've recently started doing some Monet and I are YouTubers as well not as well, Bob acclaimed. is way more involved Bob is Bob is doing like the full thing I put out a video one video every month I'm like guys I'm still here I'm still here don't forget about me <laughs> right but I when, what what is your release schedule and is that hard to stick to? I think I, I was more I launched my channel in 2013 and then I wasn't consistent until like 2014 and then I started posting once a week every Friday at 2:30 east east uh, standard time and I would literally post once a week and if I had extra time to edit, film and shoot, upload um I would post twice a week um, for about three years and, until 2017 that in, in that short amount insane. of time. Same. It's 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 a full time job, and I would say with every video, there's a four step process because you have to film or you have to plan, then you film, then you edit, and then you upload. But each of those take about four days because you have to engage and stay engaged and make Instagram content, so you whore yourself out, and then you tweet about it, and then you caption it, and then you engage, and then you download, and then uh, brand partnerships could be like a, a week's worth of work just because you want to get it right and then they have to approve the content and stuff but it's yeah. it's a cool way than than working a, a regular job for sure yeah, oh, yeah, yeah i mean but also now there's so much life in because now one social media platform just fuels another. So the more TikTok followers yeah. you have, the more Instagram followers you have, the more YouTube followers you have, the more Twitter followers you have, the more Clubhouse followers you have, the more Stereo followers you have, the more Pinterest followers. Like, like it's just this big yeah. cycle of circle. like, you know, it just keeps like boosting up the other. Yeah, yeah the circle for of influence, sure. girl. The circle of influence. What's your favorite? Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite app so far? Are you allowed to say? Are you? Are you like? Are you into? If, if you say TikTok, will YouTube uh, shadow ban you? <laughs> no, Girl. no. I think I think right now um, I'm I'm very much TikTok and I'm still Instagram and YouTube. Like those are like my mm -hmm. top three. Um, I'm trying to get back into Snapchat just because I still have a lot of uh, viewers on there, and then um, uh, trying my best to keep up everywhere else like Facebook and whatnot. 
Yeah, you, yeah, but and, and and then with that, so 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 you so you have this YouTube thing. Your YouTube is obviously strong, popping, growing, growing really well. One of the one of the most popular beauty guru channels. How do you how did you transition from that to starting the makeup line? What were, were you were you comfortable with just doing the thing? Are you like you know what? I want to spread my wings and actually start my own brand. I mean, if you guys could have any any similarity for making someone else money. You know, it's time for yeah. your your own ass to shine. Yeah. So I like in partnerships. I was me. I realized I was making other brands millions of dollars by posting a product or hundreds of thousands of dollars a mm. month by posting stuff. And I was like, I feel like if it's something for me from the ground up. And this was in the middle of my Mac run because I had a year partnership with Mac, and I was like, oh my gosh, people love I this. That. People yeah. are buying it. It's available internationally. So I started to build a, a very strong team like behind the scenes, and I was taking notes behind the scenes. And I was like, let me learn, let me live, and let me really take this on the next step. So 2018 was when I did the whole partnership. In 2019, I really, really planned how I wanted to launch the whole year and make sure Mac was like flushed out. And then I remember mm -hmm. I had trademarked makeup as a one size fits all in 2016 and I was shopping at the mall at Forever Work. 21 and they didn't have any plus size clothes and I'm a big bitch. So I was like, let me just, I can't buy any clothes here, but you know what I can buy? I can buy makeup because makeup is a one size fits all work trademark called my lawyer. I filed the trademark and then I just, <laughs> I just kept it in my That's pocket. Right. I kept it in my pocket for about four years. And then when we were discussing what we wanted to name the brand, I, I was like, what about one size and makeup is the one size for everybody. So that's what we went with as our tagline. And then Sephora was like, bitch, you ready? Like, let's fucking work. Let's have all the stores. I met the CEO of Sephora, Jean-Andre. And he was like, I would make you global like Rihanna everywhere. And I was like, this <laughs> is crazy. This is so crazy. And I, we had just met and signed, but I didn't know to what extent, whether it was going to be some stores or just online. But they were like, no, we're going to make it super huge. We're going to make it in every single door North America. We're going to blow it out. And then um, six months later, they were like, let's pick up Sephora Southeast Asia. And I was like, in a Panda Express, you want to carry my brand. And so <laughs> in I the Panda like, replay. <laughs> and, and literally, the panoramic of it all, they were like, we really want to take one size and you know, next month to Southeast Asia, including New Zealand and, and Australia. So that was really cool to see it so, really blow up and take it to the next level, just all from social media. Wait, so where are you yeah. from? Like where are you like where were you born and raised? I was born in Queen Florida. in Manhattan, and then I grew up in Queens. Oh, in Astoria. Wait, hold up, hold on, hold on. You are New York City, bitch. I'm a New York City bitch. Yes, God. I may seem humble from the South in Orlando, but I keep my <laughs> I keep my eggs in the South. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> let us find oh out. Patrick Star is a hood bitch from Queens. Let us find Girl. out. Girl. <laughs> 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 but also, the more this goes on, she's gonna be you know, like, like, and honey, I, like the New York accent is gonna pop out. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. I think either. I've just been talking as like Patrick Star. I have my my commercial Patrick Star customer service voice. So she's been out here on the streets. <laughs> I mean, whatever pays the fucking bills, I'm gonna keep the voice that pays the motherfucking bills. Y'all know what y'all persona too. So. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Listen, as, as, as people of color, we got we to gotta know how to code switch to get what we want. And that's just, or that's just the true tea. 
Monet, Period. do you have a customer service voice, Monet? <clears throat> um, hello, hello, my name is Kevin Burton. I'm calling because I'd like to get find out what time my car is going to pick me up today. <clears throat> this was a nice work at Jekyll and Hyde. I, I, when I work at Jekyll and Hyde, I do this. You ready? Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Jekyll and Hyde Club. My name is Caldwell. Uh, let me start. Who's been here before? Okay, awesome. All right. Who's their first time here? Welcome to the Jekyll and Hyde Club. Let me tell you a few things about our place, all right? That is my, um, but if y'all... You still, go, you still sound like a hood-ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I sound like I'm running for mayor, honey. Um, hi, welcome to the Jekyll and Hyde Club. I ain't like, what's up, niggas? Y'all ready to get popping up in the Jekyll and Hyde, player? <laughs> I'm actually I'm from I mean I'm not gonna say where I'm from I'm not, I'm not gonna let you I'm from the south put it that way I'm not gonna there's a whole thing on this podcast people making fun of me saying where I'm from but I am from the south quick question what is your favorite train in New York City because every New Yorker has their train they're like this is this is the one that gets me where I need to go all the time for me it's the one train what was your favorite train in New York City mine yeah Oh, the, the the A, just up and down, just up and down, wherever I need to go. And she's up fast. And, and she's fast, express. Yeah. If I need to see a show, if I need to go downtown for dinner at the Mercer, if I need to go all the way up to Columbia on 168 to see my, my boys, I would take it all the way up the express. <laughs> get my <laughs> get my little get my little raw dog up in there. <laughs> take listen, we all know about taking the A to the D. <laughs> We've all taken the A to the D. Let's just say and the express too. But very much that that train. And I also love that you yeah. have gotten mixed up with the, like, you have got, okay, do you, would you ever consider anything that you do drag? Because I know that you do performances, you perform with the Drag Race, because I've seen you perform with Alyssa Edwards, you work, you work with all the queens and all the people who work with the queens, you work with, you work with the icon, Joella Puss, like, do you, would you consider, what, would you consider what you do drag? Yeah, I think I think with 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 the drag essence, I, I I think the only thing that doesn't make me drag is not doing the wigs, the the body sometimes or the boobs and the the name, and I just love the art of performance. Mm. And I feel like growing up Asian and Filipino, bald, overweight, there wasn't any any opportunity for me to be seen or heard. But it wasn't until I overlined my lips and popped on a contact and a lash. It's like, bitch, you're here. <laughs> and so I feel very much drag adjacent. And I, I I didn't realize in like 2014 when I started identifying as a male and teaching all these cisgendered women how to fucking do, do makeup that I was mm. carving out a space for a different type of man. You know, uh, a lot of mm. a lot of the girls and, and mm. the you know a lot of friends are like, "Bitch, when are you gonna transition? When are you like? I, I'm waiting. I'm gonna stick you with the hormone shot, bitch. I know you're gonna transition." And I get that all the time, and I'm so um, flattered that I look so feminine. I look like a spinning image of my mom when she was my age, like literally to the mm. motherfucking T. And um, people are just yeah. waiting. And I always used to get made fun of for looking like a girl, sounding like a girl, but. I've never felt it in my heart of hearts to ever transition into a woman. And I feel like that's something to be said for uh, many men out there that feel their feminine side, but still want to keep their identity just like drag queens. And so the identify as male and are female impersonators. But that's what I love. I love, I love more so the makeup part. It says a lot well, about you know, the you, you, Go ahead, Money. Go ahead, Money. Yeah, you you speak for a lot of like I feel like a lot of those a lot a lot of those Mac um, Mac makeup artists 
um, guys who 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 had full beat faces and Bob and I knew knew a bunch of them like like Misty Raven Petrulun like Azrael like so many so many um, 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 guy guys who identify as male but they just love well Azrael doesn't identify as a male just just for the record well Azrael sorry yes 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 yes, yes Azrael. Um, but there are so many who, who who don't feel the need to transition. They just they and I think like you're saying, you like carved out this space, and you were someone who made me feel comfortable to wanting to even go because I was like I can't like I wanted to buy makeup, but I was like I can't go to this Mac counter and buy makeup. Like people are gonna Same. look at me weird, they're gonna judge Same. me. Yeah. Same. I, I, but it was I like you guys who, who, like, who like made me feel comfortable friend. to do that. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah. I think what you're saying is really important. There's a big difference between gender identity, gender expression, pronouns, sexual yeah. orientation. There are there are people like, for example, Big Frida is someone who I think about a lot because Big Frida uses she, her pronouns, identifies as a man and has a very feminine or slash androgynous presentation. Sometimes she's you're very right. like a woman from the neck up wearing, you know, a men's suit. And sometimes she's in a full gown. Alex Newell is the exact same. Um, Alex Newell uses many pronouns, identifies as, as a man. Um, and I also think, you know, trying to pressure someone to transition is problematic there are lots of people who exist in the trans and non-binary space who don't have what some people would consider a transition the term transition is really for the person who is experiencing that change when their transition starts and it's up to them there are some people who who identify a certain way and don't feel the need to quote unquote medically transition at all and there are some people who just don't have access to that kind of thing or just don't want it yeah. there are people who are like I just I just don't want top surgery but I am a woman but I don't want top surgery and some people cannot get that through their heads but everyone wants to have their their toes and their fingers and their opinions and their ideas all up in everybody's you know business and attitude and and ideas and go ahead and transition go ahead and get the shot go ahead and get the ooh, ah, 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 ah. it's like bitch you get what you want to get and I'm gonna get what I want to get and when, when the time comes I will or I won't or I shall or I shan't Right. Out of the LGBTQ alphabet, I feel the most close to the G, identifying as gay. And then I think when I started posting, um, I owned I owned that G and I owned that he hit. Not my grinder going on. Speaking of G. Oh my god, bro. Speaking of G. <laughs> Speaking of G. So y'all heard it here. Patrick Star is a motherfucking G. <laughs> from Queens a fucking G from Queens on the motherfucking A train don't ever get it twisted it's the rock <laughs> um, so Patrick I want to throw it back a little bit so I think we, obviously there are, there, are, there are a bunch of influencers and stuff like that but you are one of the biggest ones one of the most prominent ones and you um, and you just you just seem to skate above all the messiness you are always not involved in any of this stuff your stuff is always so positive so happy go lucky no one is ever trying to drag Patrick Star. What do you attribute that to? Well, I've been dragged here and there, um, a little bit here and there, but I think... It, and I apologize I do, for that. I was in no. a bad mood. That, <laughs> <laughs> um, that was that was Candy Muse, not Patrick Star. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to oh talk my, about that. We have to talk about, this. about that. <laughs> We have to, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, what was the question? Uh, oh, the, 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 the How do you stay above the drama and the messiness? I think I think at the end of the day, I think there was a point in my career at, in like 2016, uh, and my theme that year was to be credible and to have 
a sense of authority or, or, or decree of authority to be a credible source. And so, uh, you know, in what mm. we do, there's not like a diploma, there's not like a degree of like completion or bachelor's or PhD. So I said, if this is going to be me and this is going to be my fucking career and my job, I have to represent so many people and, and create space for them. And that's, I'm excited about that. And uh, that was the year that I started getting recognized by celebrities. And I noticed that I'm not just leveraging my identity, but millions of other people. When Kim Kardashian asked me to do a video and Kris Jenner and Paris Hilton and Miss Universe, these are different, Katy Perry, these are different iconic types of women that exist in the world that can sh use their platform to showcase a unique type of identity that people normally turn yeah. their, their head against. And so I think in looking above the drama and past it to understand the greater purpose of why I'm here and what I'm doing with my platform for other people, because looking in my DMs is like a daily reminder when I see someone that is too scared to be themselves in another country where they're not allowed to be themselves. It just makes me really sad and also very lucky and blessed with the opportunities that we have here. But um, when John Andre of Sephora said, I'm going to take you global, bitch, I took him so fucking seriously and I'm going to put my motherfucking brand in there and cast the people that don't have the opportunity to be seen and to be heard, mm -hmm. to be seen and heard through me and my opportunity that I have for them. So that's that's my purpose. And that's on Snap Snap, ladies and gentlemen. And that's <laughs> on the queen from Queens, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, okay, I do want to talk about this this moment. Okay, so... It is a rite of past, not a rite of, it is a great honor for some people to have a moment where you are a someone's choice on the Snatch Game. And immortalized on Drag Race, honey. Immortalized on Drag Race. Now, I chose to do uh, Carol Channing and Uzo Aduba. Monet Exchange did Whitney Houston and Maya Angelou, the two late greats. Okay, first of all, you always say Whitney last. Don't say Whitney first, because you know, I, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to be funny. But it was Maya fine, Angelou remember? It was, anyway, Monet did, uh, Monet <laughs> did Maya Angelou in a, in a completely fine rendition of Whitney Houston. And um, <laughs> recently... Um, Candy Muse chose to do Patrick Star. <laughs> did you watch it? I did. I did. I was, I think I couldn't get over the fact that someone had chosen me because being mm -hmm. corporate YouTuber, and I'm, I'm a little bit older than the influencers now, I was like, ain't no one want to fucking do my fat ass on Drag Race. There's nothing, I don't know. <laughs> but um, when I, when I spoke, when I fucking spoke to her, she was like, bitch. I've auditioned as you in my audition tape all three times and she showed me and I'm like, damn bitch, that's just so crazy. And then when RuPaul said my name, Patrick, is it really one size fits all? I like almost threw up. I literally had to buy it on Amazon Prime because my Apple TV wasn't uploading. I was screaming at two in the morning and I just, and they used a fucking good picture of me. So I, I, I'm glad and such an honor. Well, in, well, in Candy's like portrayal of you, I'm like, Patrick well, Starr is not that's a different known. Conversation. <laughs> that's a different conversation. <laughs> she, she portrayed you as like the hungriest bitch in the world, and because I, I, I don't, we just met, and Trixie was like, I know Patrick, and, <laughs> and Trixie was like. Yeah, Patrick eats as much as like normal people do. I don't think that it's in it in, it's infused in every bit of her of of, of his conversation or anything. Yeah, it's I just, mean, yeah, I think maybe I think next time that you can point, be some training. 
Yeah, I think I think I think by that point, I think everyone knew that Candy was gonna play whatever character, whatever mini or maxi <laughs> challenge yeah. as Candy, no matter what character assigned she was gonna do. So I was just honored. And Absolutely. then I, I think it was the essence of what she had done as Patrick Star, because it happened a little bit fucking crazy, but in the last uh, year or two, I've been more like more proper and commercially friendly. And um, but I was so honored. But she she did tell me because we uploaded a video on my YouTube channel together. She said. Um, bitch, when RuPaul said one size fits all, we were filming in like July and I had announced my brand in July. So when RuPaul said one size fits all, like everyone else in the world knows about one size beauty, but these quarantine bitches like don't know what is going on on social media. So when she she goes, yes, one size fits all, eats the fucking banana. And then she didn't fucking know. And she goes, wait, so when we got out, I find out you have this mega brand in Sephora and didn't know. And I was like, oh shit, work. That's crazy. So I'm like, well, now you know. You're on the PR list. You got all the makeup. (laughs) T. That is is great. I wish someone would do me for that game. (laughs) I haven't haven't watched um, you guys' video yet. It, it, It came today. Oh, I was gonna say. I also heard that that queens cannot do other queens anymore from you know behind the scenes. And then I think when they were allowed, I guess to do me. And I've seen um, Farah; she did Gigi Gorgeous. I never thought it was in the cards for anyone to do another, especially me, because people see me as like a drag queen or um, something mm-hmm. else. Um, I was so honored that that point. And I don't know about that rule. When I was there, we were allowed to do whatever. whatever yeah, when I was there, you could too. Yeah, but we're we're the but, old know, the, the god. Show's getting bigger. We're the old well, god. The show, I was on logo. <laughs> the show's getting bigger and shit is probably changing so much over there. They're trying to who know who knows why. But maybe who, who or maybe Candy just a fucking liar. And I I think the latter <laughs> True. is probably more probable. <laughs> True. <laughs> I don't think no Candy's from uh, the Bronx or from where's she from? She's from the Bronx. Bronx. Oh my god! You have Patrick from Queens, Monet from Brooklyn, Candy from the Bronx, um, and Bob we, we the drag queen from, from Manhattan, and Bob the drag queen from Phoenix City, Alabama. <laughs> i fit in perfectly okay so wait so you're you currently living in florida no um i live in los angeles yeah i was about to say yeah. i thought you lived in los angeles yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and um and I, one on. of the most beautiful things i love i just love 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 this relationship with your family and like your uh, and your, your brothers are on your production team so just talk to talk to us about fostering this like really loving positive uh a uh, beautiful family dynamic you have going on was it was it i guess my question is was it always like that you know especially you being into makeup and all that stuff Mm-hmm. No, it, it it wasn't. It wasn't always cherries and roses and sprinkles and frosting. Like, um, I I think when I moved to LA, I know my parents, and I'm Filipino and Asian American, so they were so, so so sad that I made the decision to move to LA in 2015. And so I said, well, why not make them start social media? So that way they can be on my stories or keep in touch with my day-to-day life. And little did I know that my mom and my dad would have like a little bit of a following because I think other Filipino snooty parents were trying to see what the fuck was up and how they fostered this. And Mm. it was more so like also bragging rights. And then I said, wait, wait a damn minute. Not only can I get them brand deals, but I can also inspire other kids that don't have the opportunity to have parents to shine. So I think when I looked at my platform, like my my house, 
Uh, I started blocking negative words back then um, and, and blocking just shitty people on the internet and making a space that was refuge to those that didn't have that. So I showcased my family a lot so that way other people could see support and that it is possible and they can have a chosen family too, very much of how you girls are on Drag Race. And look at you guys are siblings on this Sibling Rivalry podcast, which is so cool because you guys can mm-hmm. get to show that camaraderie. And I know a lot of people in my DMs are like, wow, I wish I had a mom or, oh, my mom had passed or, oh, my sibling, this and that. And so if I showcase my brother, it's like a, a nice way of just expressing hope to them um, on the internet. You better be a shining beacon on the right? damn internet for these people to enjoy. Me and Monet are a black hole of ex- <laughs> we're, we're the dormant the dementors of of podcasting <laughs> we're gonna take a little break and then we'll come back with some last few tidbits with the lovely the gorgeous the fabulous patrick star is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals me too her name is monet no i'm kidding sometimes i get stressed out or i find things are a little bit too overbearing. Now, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line, it is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly videos or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as you do with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so that they can make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash rivalry. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Special offer for sibling rivalry listeners. You get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash rivalry. And we are back. We back, 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 back again. Well, I um, want to talk. Do you have any? Um, let me talk, Monet. Do you have any um, influencer friends that you are particularly close with? Are, are any of you, are you and any of these other particular like beauty guru people, like good Judy's, ooh. like best friends? I know you and you and Plastic Tiara have a uh, a relationship where I saw y- y'all was in full uh, Little Mermaid drags. That was so good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Do you have any, any influencer friend. friends that you're close with? Yeah, I'm I'm very close with Nikita Dragon, um, Patrick Ta, um, Mac Daddy of Artist Couture, um, Jackie Ina is like my neighbor. She's like down the street. Um Word. and yeah, we're we're I, I feel like we have so much respect. I think since we have our own brands now, I think since I launched my brand, we all kind of like confide in each other on how to navigate not only our own personal brand, but also our beauty brand, mm-hmm. which we've uh, really um, connected on. You know, me and Monet so are good to hear. Monet and I are big I Jackie that. Ina fans. Monet and I are huge Jackie Ina fans. Love her. Um, so tell Jackie Ina she wants to come be us. If Aunt Jackie wants to be us, uh, stop by the podcast, honey. There's always room. And no, I, she, she um, will. I'm gonna text her after this. And next time you see Bretman Rock, t- tell Bretman Rock I said what's up. 
Oh, Bob is obsessed <laughs> with Bretman Rock. Bob is obsessed with him. Yes. So I'll, I'll tell him too. Uh, but but and he- hearing that, honestly, I love that because that is something that a lot of the drag race girls identify with, the ones that you become friends with. Like we all like navigate like girl, this deal with this with this promoter and doing this brand deal, like blah, blah, blah. So it's nice. So that makes sense that it would, that it would, that you guys have that relationship, that relationship with each other because a lot of people sometimes go into these industries and um, not knowing how to navigate it and to get the inside tea from people who have been doing it for a little bit longer than you and have more, not, not better, but more experience than you is always helpful. So I love to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to um, see a boxing match between a couple of different um, beauty gurus because I always think to myself, who would win in a full-on fist fight? I'm like, if, if it was, you know, James Charles versus somebody else, who would win? But that's also I, me and Monet. Always, I'm always asking who would win in the fist fight. That's literally me asking everyone, like Monet, who would win, <laughs> this person or this person? If there were a uh, beauty guru boxing. Lee, charity boxing th- charity boxing how do you think you would fare patrick oh i've been boxing i can fucking knock james out in two seconds her and her vocal cords child Knock that piece right <laughs> off the head. Hey, um, uh, Patrick, I just want to make sure. Listen, I know that we're, we're great friends, and I know this is going to be an amazing match, and I don't want to get mad at me, but I want you to know that before this happens, everything's going to hit you, and it's going to be it's going to be fine. <laughs> everything's going to be great. Um, I would love to see the hood bitch from the A train pop off with some boxing gloves, feel like, yo, Miley, what's good? <laughs> I really have been taking boxing, so that's so funny that you bring it up. I've been boxing for like the the past like four months. Oh my god! Oh, what, what, what made you get into boxing? Well, you know, um, I, I'm just trying to get on my fitness, like Fergie. So, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to get up in it. And so, I took boxing just to get a little bit of cardio because I can't thought and bop and lip sync and death drop. So, I thought, why not pick up boxing? I love that you just. <laughs> I love that you just said uh, up on my fitness, like Fergie. Tell me you're a millennial without telling me you're a millennial. The, the Gen Zs Literally. are like. <laughs> Why would he say up on my fitness? And fr- that doesn't even make sense. But all the millennials are like I be up in the jam, just working on my fitness. She's my witness. Listen, I go, Mo. Do you have? Can you? Can, are, are there any um, dope collabs that are coming out soon that you can maybe drop a little, a little hint, a little, a little secret here exclusively on something rivalry? Oh, oh my, my gosh. god, Monet. I'm Jesus I'm Christ. working with like the biggest brands um and and the biggest people in the biggest way in the most meaningful way with one size that's coming up and then a little plug plug on the podcast. I'm looking to have both of you on my podcast say yas to the goss. We're doing it. I'm doing it um a- yes. I'm doing it. Yes, I'm doing it in April. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so and I want I want a separate I don't want to be with Monet. I'll do a separate no, episode. I'm not, I'm not doing We're not doing the same episode. Yeah, yeah. That's that was because of my contract, Monet. That was because of me. I made that happen. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Interesting. Well y'all are gonna can, have to Can we do a Thank quick uh, um I'm gonna do a uh fuck Mary Kill. I'm gonna name three beauty trends. <laughs> You have to fuck Ooh, one, marry one, and kill one. Okay, you ready? Okay, yeah. Strobing. Okay. A smoky eye. 
Mm-hmm. And nose contouring. Fuck Mary Kill. Uh, I would. Hard. I would. Mm, kill strobing. I would. No strobing. For those of you listen, strobing is when you just like basically highlighting without uh, contouring with the with the thing mm-hmm. with the like shiny shit. Mm-hmm. I would. Uh, <laughs> I shit. would. I would literally fuck a smoky eye and marry a nose contour because a Filipino <laughs> bitch ain't got no bridge on this nose. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, you ready? Uh, here, here's another uh, fuck Mary kill of three uh, beauty trends out there. We're going up to the up to the head now. I know you don't. I know you're not a hair girl, but let's 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 play with you. Ready? Mm-hmm. Wet hair, white people wearing box braids. <laughs> Oh my god! But, but Patrick, Patrick, Patrick be slaying these these uh these uh these are human hair uh uh hats, honey. They be looking stellar. Do you do you style them yourself? Are you no. wiggy? Um, only if plastic. Girl, that should be looking me. so good. All right, so I'm um, talking. <laughs> we, we're doing we're doing um all right, wet hair, white people with box with box braids or a head wrap. Fuck Mary Kill. My God, I would marry my head wrap. I would uh, mm-hmm. fuck wet hair, and I would uh, kill the box braids on, on the camera. <laughs> white people, white people in box braids. I don't know why that is just a phrase that just tickles me in general. Um, is there is there a beauty trend that you're particularly loving or hating right now? Yeah, right now. Oh my gosh, I think I'm fucking hating the the minimalist. Uh, Thin, like non-glam makeup. I was talking to my team the other day, and I was like, "Is glam going away? Like, do people not want to be glam? But it's because the Panda Express is just forcing people to be in sweats and just <laughs> wear chapstick and like a light light." But then when I watch you girls and RuPaul's Drag Race and all the glam goddesses and, and celebrities, they're still very much so glam. And so I, I'm trying to hold on to my glam yeah. DNA so that way when this shit busts open, mm-hmm. I can be glam with the top and bottom lashes. I think just a minimal, I'm a maximalist with the glamour. So I'm, I'm holding on to that. That's what I said. The, the, the idea, cause me, me and Monet were talking and uh, there is, is it, even in the, even in the drag world, there are so many people who are into like this, Minimal. I mean, Monet does a lot less makeup. I mean, it's, Monet does a lot of makeup. For I do. A, well, if it was, if it, well, if, Some... if it was like, if it was just the way you would wear your makeup, like at school, if you were a school teacher, it'd be a lot of makeup. But for a drag queen, it is definitely minimal makeup. So I'm more of well, a maximalist. Well, that's because some Monet's. girls need more. I, again, because I'm not into <laughs> the huge wing with the, the. I don't. I don't. I don't. That that doesn't work for me. It's no, not about what you need. need. Well, it's not well, about well, what you I, need. For I, example, Rock M Sakura looks really good. When, she, when when Rock was doing her like little feminine face, she looked great. She does not need her big bloop blop in the thing. Well, she let's does. try to see you do what I do. Let's try to see you try to do what I do, and let's see how it looks on you, baby. Oh, first I did it before you and longer and better. Let's just get that popping. <laughs> Go ahead, Patrick. You know, I was gonna say <laughs> like I will I will shout out the exchange rate because I was watching that and getting into the motherfucking looks, the mug, the updos, the downdos, the the cinch waist while a bitch was sitting literally sitting 
singed. <laughs> and getting into the fucking mug, it was a different glitter smoky eye every fucking episode. And Girl, you were a glitter smoky so, eye. I love it. You were very much so fucking glam, bitch. So don't say you're not no minimal ass bitch. You just have smaller eyes and you just need a little bit of glitter and a lash and very much painted for the back of the Thank you, row. Patrick. Yeah, sh- Thank shout you. out to the looks, Monet's updos, downdos, the t-shirts, the combat boots, the... the <laughs> I mean, this, the you're looks she was serving baby, on the show, the baby, flannel shirts, the, um, the no nails on episode 14. Uh, baby, you're a ooh, hater. You're a hater. Monet was serving honey. <laughs> <laughs> the sweat stains under the titty on episode one. I mean, mm. Monet, the queen of looks, honey, looks. She doesn't need eyeliner. She doesn't need glitter. Not Monet. No, I was a She's very much still very cake face on the TV for the TV for the I'm girls. Just, yeah. No, I'm just giving Thank I'm you, just Patrick. giving Monet a hard time. Very much the plaid, Yes, very much the plaid, but all the way to the top. I'm just giving Monet a hard time. That's my boo. All right, my last question for you is about what is the actual time frame of releasing a palette? Like getting your first fantasy. When you say when you say I am actually putting in an effort to release my own line of makeup to hey y'all, today is the day. How much time is that? Like if we're talking speedy, 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 like fast as fuck, like eight, nine months, but with like an appropriate Mm, amount of time, samples, rejections of samples. I think like a year, like 11, 12 months is is fair. And then you have to build um, the palette, the colors, the identity, the campaign, the looks. And I'm only considering my my timeline with Sephora because then I have to drop ship and make sure it's in their, their stores and that they amplify it. And then I have my my marketing program 360 from social media everything like I, when when i think about a launch i think about it in the most biggest way how people can really see it and um i think 12 months is is to be fair but if you want to go speedy mcspeed sir wow. you can go like maybe eight to nine months is a more reasonable time especially with covid nowadays like Brands are popping up, it's starting, and it takes a lot of money and a lot of fuel and business, too. I mean, I don't think wow. people even realize that that is how much work and time goes into. People think you just, like, you know, click, 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 and then you're like, hey, everyone, tomorrow my palette's dropping. They don't realize that no, you've been, you know, work. yeah. working behind the scenes on so many things for a year, like, over almost a year, over a year. That is year. absolutely wild. Yeah. That's wild. Pat- Patrick, this has been such this has been such a fun conversation. We're so happy to have you. That you are now Bob, we need to figure out something that when we have guests and I mean guests that we like. Cause sometimes we got a guest and we're like, oh, thank you so much. But say their names. We, love, we give them, <laughs> we give them some type of siblings. We like send them some type of sibling something. We'll, we'll think of it. And Patrick, yours will be uh dated postmarked today, but you'll get it probably <laughs> in like a year or two. I feel like everyone who joins <laughs> us is a next door neighbor. Like they come over, they come over, uh can can, can Bob a bow day play? <laughs> This is yeah, <laughs> our a, next door neighbors. A, a next door neighbor came to join us. There's always there's always someone new moving into the house next door. And right now, uh, Patrick <laughs> Starr is living there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you so much for being here, babe. This Do you have anything you want to promote before you get out of here? Let let our listeners um know where can they find your new podcast? Can they where can they find One Size? Mm. Can you just uh, tell us where you can find all that stuff? 
Uh, yeah, we are One Size Beauty on Instagram. We're also available at onesizebeauty.com. In Sephora, we're dropping foundation for the first time ever. So I can cover up all your insecurities and beards and facial hair. Please. And all the mess. And um, it's called Turn Up the Base, launching on April 9th in Sephora. Um, exclusive. I've never announced it before, Ooh. so I'm so excited to be telling y'all. And also, um, <laughs> and also my podcast, Say Yes to the Guest, honoring successful, amazing human beings like all of you. You can find it on Instagram and Apple Tunes, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts are found. It's about honoring successful awesome. people. You gonna, you gonna have Mona? Oh, interesting. Um, all right. Thank you so much, Patrick, for joining us today. This raggedy bitch. All right, bye, y'all. Thank you, Patrick. Bye. Bye. <laughs>